I, I almost timed it so that I could do the world's biggest yawn on mic. But really? the yawn the yawn finished up. Uh, what a loss. <laughs> the world doesn't get to hear. That's just strictly for for this room only. Um oh for the gosh. sleepy babes on this on this early Sunday. Yeah. Thanks Sunsgiving. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and not even early for me. Early for y'all. I appreciate you guys getting on the zoom.us to to record this podcast. Why is it zoom.us? That just feels like needlessly patriotic. Just go all the way and say <laughs> .usa. <laughs> that that feels so bad. Yeah. Zoom.usa either feels fake, like it is definitely not made in the USA and it's yeah. some kind Yeah, of yeah. Trick. Yeah. US. Or it just feels too excited to be American. You can, you can trust us. It's a US company. No Ooh. problem. Yeah, even the good version of that, it's not great. Holy it's like when you get moly. those scam emails. I love the like fake attempts at anglicized names. It makes me <laughs> so happy because it's basically like just appropriating w- w- the whitest of names and getting it just a little <laughs> wrong. It'll be like Emile Saint Marg. <laughs> like, Wait, what? <laughs> Hello, I am uh, from the business meeting that we had. Uh huh. My name is Martin Jonathan's. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Ooh. Welcome Holy moly. to Yo, is this Yo, racist? Yo, is this racist? Um, the podcast. The show where we listen to your voicemails about racism. That's right. I'm Tony Newsom. Do- Andrew T, Kevin Bartel, down below me on the Zoom. Also below me on the Zoom. Okay, nice. The Zoom, the Zoom hierarchy holds. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I am in Atlanta right now, and um, I how many emails you got from Warnock? Uh actually, um, quite. So you know, I, I'm staying with my sister, and she lives in a district that is, um, you know probably obviously pretty pretty warnock very 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 warnock uh i think she said because of gerrymandering she lives in like one of the most democratic districts in georgia which then probably means one of the most democratic districts in the world uh Mm -hmm. not in a great way um you know that's dilutes the power of these voters um you know racist uh you know they're racists the racists who control the state have done this um but um yeah so it's like preposterously war knocked out um i'm still we're going to we're going to figure out something i think to do but the the kind of consensus was a little bit like you know if if i'm staying around here um there mm-hmm. there is near saturation on messaging um sure. to people um but it is true if anyone's listening to the show and is in um georgia right now your vote is powerful, you know, as much as I hope on harp on local politics, this is, I mean, you know, I guess Senate is also local politics in a certain sense, (laughs) Um, but, um, you know, this runoff election is a time when you can probably have disproportionate um, power um, and you should take it. Um, You know, the other way to look at it is if everyone in my sister's district voted, um, 
literally everyone who could vote voted, uh, there would be a lot, you know, the world would just be a lot better place. Um, so just fucking vote. No, what I was going to say is I'm in Atlanta and I ate um, two of the world's, uh, not the world's, but two of like, to me, the biggest biscuits I've ever seen, like about 40 minutes ago. Um in a, in like a cereal slash soup bowl thing, for uh-huh. some reason they started this and just like brimming with gravy. So yes, chef. Oh boy! To the extent that, that is like literally I'm what I was going right. to pivot to. I was literally about to pivot to that. I was going to be like, "Thank you so much for this public service announcement." Yes, voting. I need to talk about this soup bowl full of biscuits oh, and gravy my you had. God, I feel so tired. It's now, like, was the gravy like the milk? Was it was that the ratio in this cereal yes, bowl? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Well, there's a there's a lot to this is gonna be a little on the gross side. But you know, it's it's it was southern biscuits and gravy. So like it was I guess the gravy would be the milk, but also the the like just so much sausage meat would be the cereal. And okay. then it was like as if you dropped two biscuits into that. Right. So it's more like a biscuits in your cereal with sausage gravy as the milk and cereal. Okay. So it's not like a one to one. No, it's, I mean, I'm like, you know, I, I, I know that it is possible not to be uh, just the most indulgent asshole on the planet, but you know, there's Thanksgiving. I've been hanging out with my nephew a lot. Um, and well, you, you act uh, like your nephew isn't an infant. You act like he's influencing you in some way. Yeah, well, you know, I just want to show him. He's changing my personality. I'm investing now. (laughs) No, my personality is the same, just more so, unforged. I think you've really, we've noticed in the group chat, I I think you've really embraced the uncle energy in a way that that told us in the group chat immediately that um, your jokes weren't welcome live and in person, and so you started bringing them to us. (laughs) It really... Uh, just the, just the, like, okay, you need to stop from my sister. You know, it's been, you know, I got, I got, uh, severe uncle energy, but also my, my sister now has pretty severe Chinese mom energy. So it is really a lot, just a lot happening together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, oh boy, I am like, just, um, I'm, I'm not making, um, the healthiest eating choices uh, over and over and over again. So that's that's literally all I've been up to. I, I love it. I'm living for it. The pictures you've been sending have been I'm great. not. <laughs> no, you're, li- you're actively I'm, shaving years I'm, off your life. I'm a dying for all this. I'm dying for y'all. Um, I, too, I embraced my black auntie status this weekend um, with a child <laughs> that is not related to me, but that I know pretty well. Uh, I had a fun, I had a fun, sulky, cool teen at my home for Thanksgiving. You really did. And uh, a sulky, a good... cool teen who? Yes. Did did she appear? Did she appear? Or did we? Did we? Was it too too much teen to appear on an episode of uh, the? No. I don't. I don't remember. She was in it. Did right? it go in main feed, Kevin? We're talking about the trip to Disneyland from last August I with my nephew did. Richie. No, yeah, I think it was my friend's it, kid Sid. I think it was just on um, in the suboptimal bundle, although it might yeah. not have been. Anyway, the point is, this it, kid's suboptimal vibe. listeners know that this yeah. team 
named Sid. Um, and if you don't know what the Suboptimal Bundle is, that's our premium site where we talk about things that aren't racism. We just hang out as friends. Suboptimalpots.com. Also um, what we're going to do for most of this show because we... Yeah, but this is a little, this is a little <laughs> like our other show, Yo Can We Live, where we try not to talk about racism and we apologize for that. But, uh, you know, shit's dark and we, and we wanted to catch up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Sulky Teen. So she's a good Sulky Teen um, because Sid has like a... Um, like a I I hate everyone resting face, mm-hmm. but also like the second she starts to step out of line, she responds real well to like an absolutely not, and then she just goes okay. <laughs> like I had her I had her cutting greens because as if you heard last week, it was a whole journey to source collard greens. Shout out to Sean Walton, he bought all of the greens at the Ralphs in Inglewood, um, and I've now decided that in my old age. Cleaning and chopping greens is no longer my work. That that work oh, gets no. outsourced. So yeah. if there's a teen, the teen's got to do the greens. Yeah. Um, you're at the and, adult you know, table now. Yeah. There was a few times where she now was Now that like, you're okay, a, the homeowner, you're, you're, the, you're at the adult table. I get to delegate. Yeah. <laughs> and and she, there was a few times that she was like, okay, I'm done chopping. And I was like, you absolutely are not. Do you see this pile of greens? You're done chopping. <laughs> You'll know when you're done chopping because there will no longer be greens next to the cutting board. <laughs> And it worked out. She did great. She tried to cut them too big. I had to be like, uh-uh. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. There's a specific size. Um, There's yeah, a right Zig- and wrong to this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, friend of the show, Cody Ziegler, was there. And he was like, I'm really in- enjoying watching you embrace your black auntie status. <laughs> I was like, the role I was born to play, man. I love kids as long as they ha- they get to go home. Oh man, it's, you know, I, I haven't been changing or waking up in the middle of the night for this little baby boy. And boy, it is, it is fun to pretend to give this kid some wine or martini, uh, <laughs> let him, let him hold the phone that he's not supposed to even know exists for like, I think five to seven years, according to oh, my you, sister's you're, <laughs> desires. So you're actively instilling chaos. And I'm like, it is my job to teach this child. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're pretty. They they have a pretty good set of rules here, but you know it's hard to yeah. when when Uncle Andrew's in town. It's hard to. You got to bring some chaos. <laughs> yeah. Plus, um, he's not going to remember any of this. Sid, uh, Sid is black. Sid has two black parents, but Sid has uh, a a white grandmother, and asked me at four o'clock when we were eating because I had originally said like, oh, we'll probably eat around four four thirty, and she goes, so is dinner ready at four o'clock? And I was like. You have not been to enough Black Thanksgivings. <laughs> that is an offensive question. <laughs> and you will be lucky if we eat before 7 p.m. So sit your little ass down. <laughs> and, and I'm proud to say we had forks in hand at five. Okay. Let mm. the record show. Ahead of sketch. That is Got ahead it. of sketch. If I said four and we were eating at five, that's damn near. That's early. That's on time. Yeah. That's, early. that's, that's too early. In fact, it's not mm-hmm. right. Um, uh, Kevin, how was your holiday? It was good. The um, thing I need to work on is after eating like 2,500 calories, looking less disgusting on the couch. I had a very like sobering <laughs> moment where Leah and our friend were making a puzzle and they like took an Instagram story of them like pouring the puzzle pieces out. And you mm-hmm. can see me <laughs> in the distance like sprawled out on a couch and you can't see my neck it's just like face and like legs and it um 
I saw it later in the night and was like, this is the most horrendous. I look injured. (laughs) (laughs) And so I need to, my goal for next year is to like, once I eat like six plates of food, be like, at least act like I'm trying to sit up. Just like Um, say, yeah. yeah. That feels like low on the importance list if I'm being honest, man. You know. That's what I thought. And then you look how you look. Yeah. Yeah. You see a photo of you and you're like, oh, no, (laughs) no, no, no. I'm like, oh, is this what people feel like when they see themselves on TMZ? It's like, (laughs) it's not what it looks like. I I was actually very nice. (laughs) (laughs) But it's me just exhausted and extremely bloated. So next year I'm going to try to sit up a little bit more. (laughs) I like this goal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, if I could throw out a suggestion, and now we're just fully just doing Yoko We Live, subscribe. This is a freebie Yoko We Live, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's my Plus pitch. Plus racism voicemails. <laughs> yeah. Here's, here's my pitch. We'll do a little. Uh, here's my pitch for you is take the, take the photos to be posted before you eat. Yes. Ah. Just, just bank it. And there, then, there, and then there was one post. or two. Well, that's what I thought, Andrew. There was one or two taken like right before we ate. So I was like, we're in the clear. And then this puzzle video hit me by surprise. No, I'm, yeah, I'm saying now you need to like now, now that now that you are like thinking about it, you need to like stage a couple post dinner activities. Yes. Yeah. Pre dinner. Just <laughs> like need a literally pre dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Have content loaded up and ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone can post that. You can yeah. even use it from year to year just remember <laughs> to screenshot it mm-hmm. so that when if you send it to someone it doesn't go back like a year ago in their yeah. folders mm-hmm. also a tip for any ladies sending nudes out there if you take That's a picture right. from when you loved your body yeah. and you're going to send it to a new gen- make sure you screenshot it so it doesn't show up in like march of 2020 <laughs> and he's like who the fuck was this even just a quick little <laughs> just a little just, just a little tip just screen screen just screen grab it y'all just for whatever <laughs> for whatever both reasons yeah yeah that that a exists. wholesome reason a less wholesome reason we give you all the options here on on this I yo can we yo can we racist they're both they're both wholesome reasons um i uh speaking of oh okay so to the extent that there's news um twitter's just a full-on racist place now um all the all the Nazis are just straight up coming back, blah blah blah, as expected. Here's mm-hmm. the one thing I will say, because uh, Tani uh, initially, after I signed up for what is it, the Hive, mm-hmm. um, Tani found some some pretty compelling evidence not to use the Hive. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a journalist. I don't know what I'm talking about. I just saw a thread. It was like, uh oh, Andrew, yeah, is this place and, bad? I have it, no idea. It might, it might be bad, but what I will say is, you know, so who knows? Um, but like. I think the 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 concerns with the the any other well my main concern with all the new potential social medias is um I think our brains have been poisoned by TV and like how fake it sounds when someone says like a fake um like network approved uh social media site on a TV show like mm-hmm. who's who's buzzing over on the info jam um <laughs> and and so it's very hard for me to divorce all these new uh new sites from that. So who knows? Uh what I the the only thing I will say is like any if if you find value in any of these things, um yes, Elon Musk is like an open white supremacist. Um but like they are all basically owned by 
you know, tech bros who have essentially similar sympathies. Um, some of them might recognize that embracing open um, racism, open, all the Nazi shit is bad for business, but they do pretty much believe the same stuff as him. So that is sort of the grain of salt I'm working under. That being said, I started an account on Post. I don't know if that one's any good. Who the hell knows? Post? It's called Post? It's just called Post. See, my issue with all of these, and look, if we could go back to 2009, I'm sure we'd be saying the same thing about Twitter, but now we live in a post-Twitter world. Nobody post thought through. <laughs> nobody thought through the verbification of these other yeah. apps. Because what yeah. are you saying? Like, I just hived at Nancy Pelosi mm-hmm. to start doing her fucking job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just buzzed over to Ted Cruz to tell him he's a fucking idiot. Y'all won't like, believe this click thread I read this morning. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's all it all it all makes you sound like a day player on a sitcom when you talk. It sounds like it sounds like you you ran in to say, "Did you hear the news? It's all over the internet on whatever fake site," and then you leave, and then you collect your six hundred dollars and you go back, <laughs> go home. Um, so that's hard to pull off, but yeah, yeah, it it, it you know whatever. I I, I think. All of, of course, all the shit will coalesce. It is a little sad, actually, the more I've been thinking about it, like that, you know, there is going to be a significant amount of time when our dumbass media still believes Twitter is not just an open Nazi site, um, mm. which it is now. And they are still sort of respecting it as like, oh, this is happening on Twitter. Mm. Um, so that's all I have to say about this. Follow me on post. Follow me on post. I've been posting a lot on post. That just sounds mm-hmm. like that sounds like someone didn't get the rights to say Twitter or whatever or it like at the last yeah. minute yeah. in a show. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. It's it's like it's just so fake. It's so crazy. I hate it, but you know what? I should have hated it all along. And that's on me. We can hate it all. That's allowed. Okay, um, we're a little news light today, but um, if you do want more updates, news about light, our... biscuit heavy. That's right. It's <laughs> yeah, Jonas' racist. Yeah, biscuit. We're biscuit forward on this episode. How um, was how was that cornbread that Zig brought? Since we're just doing <laughs> chit chat, I was gonna save it for the other show, but Zig brought a cornbread made by a friend of his who runs a a Jamaican woman who runs a pop up. It was so good. It was like no cornbread I've ever had. It was not cornbread. It was cake. It tasted yeah. like mm. a syrupy coffee cake. Oh, it, it was so sweet. It was dessert, and it was amazing. Yeah. Um, Damn. I'll tell you guys all about the goose that we made. Stay tuned to Yo Can We Live, which comes out on Friday if you want to hear the stunning <laughs> reveal of how the goose turned out. First time making a goose. Uh, I'll tell you about the giant snapper that Nate grilled. No turkey. Oh, snap. Fuck a dry-ass bird. The snapper, I'll give you a little hint. The snapper was a huge hit. The snap uh, was great. Um, all the vegan stuff snapped, if I do say so. Uh, oh, people yeah. were asking me for the recipe for the mac and cheese. That's never happened. Dairy eaters asking for the vegan mac recipe. And wow, I got to say wild. my favorite black auntie phrase, which was, oh, honey, I don't know. It's all up here. <laughs> Tap the side of my head. <laughs> you'll just have to visit sometime you'll just have, I'll have to help to show me sometime you. yeah you'll have to i'll do it with you because then as i found myself trying to explain it i was like well you could add some of this but if it's looking like this you don't want to do that because and zig was just yeah. like okay never mind never mind 
Yeah, that's right. Uh, um, well, right. well, why don't we take a happy break? whatever Thanksgiving is? Not happy, I guess, <laughs> but you know. And uh, yeah, we'll do voicemails. Love it. And we are back. Okay, now we're into the how the regular show regularly goes. <laughs> one one thing I, I will say about the voicemails, and Tani, this is not this was not meant to be uh, a shot at you, <laughs> um, but this week's voicemails are very theater centric. I listened ahead of time. Oh, yeah. I did, and? and I'm excited. Okay, good. I'm excited. <laughs> Here comes the first one. Hi, Andrew, Tawny, Kevin, and guest. Um, I'm a teacher, and I'm calling to tell on a former coworker of mine. Um, he's a theater teacher at a school where I no longer work, um, and he chose A Raise It in the Sun for the spring play. And even though it's a diverse school and there's plenty of black actors that could have filled these roles, um, he decided to do colorblind casting. Um, and there's a lot of reasons that the characters have to be black, like the daughter is going through like a struggle with her hair, uh, trying to decide if she wants to straighten it or wear it natural. And the family gets discriminated against in their housing um, when they buy a house in a white neighborhood. So when I asked him why he wanted to do colorblind casting, he said he didn't want to leave anyone out. And I ended up seeing the list of students that he cast in the play. And he didn't cast any white kids. Um, he ended up casting all black no. kids and one South Asian kid. Um, and this I don't know if, like who played which character besides <laughs> the list of students who got the role. And so since he didn't cast any white kids, he didn't cast the white person to play the racist white man that tells them. Uh, we don't want your kind in our neighborhood, basically. Um, so I guess my question is, well, I just wanted to tell on him. And my question is, like, is it worse to not have a white kid play the racist white man or to have a non-black kid play one of the roles that should be played by a black actor? Okay, that's my question. Thanks, bye. Okay. <laughs> this went left. It started and it sounded like a typical, uh-oh, they took a black play and they did colorblind casting, so now you got a little white girl playing the daughter, blah, blah. But then he cast pretty much all black people. <laughs> so, and, and caller, you don't even know what roles. So there's one non-black person in the cast. I feel like this was a snitch call without enough information. <laughs> Because you don't know who played what role. Also, the teacher didn't end up... So it sounds like the teacher was like, I'm going to do colorblind casting. And then saw the auditions and thought fucking better of it. Because he probably heard a bunch of white kids read that Walter monologue and went, nope. <laughs> and so then he probably <laughs> fixed it. Which, you know, it sounds like he kind of did an okay thing. Right? Am I crazy? I think, yeah. It's probably the, the to the extent that there is a snitch element of it that is worthwhile, which I think there is, which is the, like, how dumb you have to be to, like... I mean, it, the, the, like, colorblind casting is a 
a thing that is when, you know, just because of the history of theater and like, especially what theater is considered important, it's so white, but it is not about whiteness. And so those roles can, can and should be, you know, those opportunities can and should be given to people of all races. Um, Raisin in the Sun, however, (laughs) is not that. Yeah, Lorraine Hansberry wasn't like, you know, this could kind of go either way. Like, it it is very much about blackness. Also, the the more appropriate term now is color-conscious casting, because you cannot just cast, even in some of those old white shows, trust me, I did Kate and All My Sons, and it was fine, but weird. Uh, You can't just, like, completely be quote-unquote color blind when you're casting you have to be color conscious you have to have the role the content of the role support whatever you're going to do so if Mm. you're turning a racial thing on its head you have to do it consciously so that it's Mm -hmm. supported by the text and so it doesn't put the actor in a weird space it doesn't make the audience weird that's probably right this is like like colorblind the way that like white people in the 90s thought that this was the nicest way to be and right yeah it's Anybody not unsurprising that 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 has uh, been updated. Uh, to me, the thing that I imagine happened is once auditions started happening. You're right. Like like he was just yeah. like, oh Ooh, <laughs> boy, I can't have I can't have Lindsay <laughs> do this role. Um, so, <laughs> so so I so feel like he course corrected. Yeah, and it, it sucks that he even put it out there that he was doing colorblind casting because that sucks and think, creates like a yeah. I think that's reasonably bad enough that that should be something, and maybe he wound up. I mean, yeah, but if he could address it with the cast, but yeah, it, it's just like look the the best case scenario is some version of look. You know, we all we all want and it would be wonderful to live in a world where high school teachers of all kinds have plenty of time to think and prepare Mm -hmm. but there's probably a world we're just like yeah i don't know i don't know we have to do a play i have three other jobs and let's just like get this he's also the fucking swim coach you know he is um (laughs) okay but okay so then the other part of her call which I don't find to be snitch worthy was the uh so the I forgot that character's name but yeah like the white landlord who denies them housing having that be a black character I am totally in favor of these types of roles going to black people like if you're going to do an all black or an all POC production of something I'm very much in favor of having those white roles be also played by people of color because first of all in a flippant way, not in this play, but in a lot of shows, those rules are kind of fun. They're villains. They're like, mm-hmm. you know, they're shit that like black people, especially in struggle plays, black people don't get to play the powerful person. So sometimes it's just like cool to get like a, a young character actor and let them play that part. Also, it does provide uh, a social commentary. Also, it doesn't put you know, especially for young kids, we don't always need to put a young white kid in the role of playing this hard R racist, <laughs> like saying a hard R N word on stage at age 16 in a fake beard. Like, we don't really need that. So sometimes it's a way to present the text and to present the ideas in a, I don't know, not a more comfortable way, but just in a way that like where the commentary is just a little more thoughtful. Um, when I was in New York, I saw Strange Loop on Broadway, and that's an entirely black cast. And there are white characters in there and you know they're white and they're obviously played by these um, black men. So I don't know, it just works and it is, it's just a different way to look at those types of characters. So I'm definitely in favor of that. 
Yeah, I, I think probably the likely thing that happened is this this production backed into the right thing to do. So yeah. the main crime <laughs> is almost certainly this like, yeah, we'll just do a colorblind. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's you just the right needed thing to not to say that. Yeah. And then this everything the... else like unless this yeah. was the the plan from the top. But then if it's a plan from the top, this is a good plan and you should say it out loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, I do want to address the the South Asian student who's in the show because I'm guessing if the school doesn't have a ton of South Asian people or a ton of Asian people, also if the and the school isn't going to choose plays that speak to the South Asian experience, putting people of different ethnicities in black shows is maybe a better option sometimes than just sticking everybody in Wizard of Oz and, you know, just doing all these white shows and trying to cast them there. I feel like a lot of time, as someone who did an almost entirely Latinx production, student production of The Wiz, uh, which was <laughs> very strange, but it's what we had to work with, <laughs> Southside Community Theater in Chicago. Um, it, it, can, it can give students, you know, even though it is not their culture, the fact that it is any culture other than white can be a fun way to access it. And you can find interesting ways to like bend the roles. And, you know, it's just, I don't know. Sometimes it's just like something's better than nothing. So I support that South Asian kid in there. Probably not a great idea if he's Walter, but, you know, (laughs) again, she didn't give us the cast list, so I can't really dissect it. (laughs) I, you know what? I will, I do, one thing I do very much respect on the caller's behalf um, is because it's very much something that I participate in which is um, uh, just like seeing you knowing that the front of it was racist. So not hanging around to figure out what actually happened. Sure. Just, just like if, if you were, you know, at the school and you're like colorblind, colorblind casting call for raising the sun. Huh? Mm-hmm. And just like not bothering to find out any more information. <laughs> yeah, just be like, this fucking sucks. Let me call my friends. <laughs> yeah. That, to me, there is an element of like, yeah, that's plenty. Uh, <laughs> so right. uh, props to the caller for that, which is just like knowing it when you see it and not bothering to figure out anything else. Because that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's how I Andrew. live my life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Should we do the next one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, Andrew, Connie, and whoever else is there. Uh, my name is Jay. I'm Mexican, uh, just to clarify. But uh, I went to school with this white girl uh, in college. She's a theater person. And out of nowhere, she just posted that she's doing her – an academic paper she wrote is being published. And it is, like, called, say her name, Black Women's Responses to Police Violence. And it's just truly, I was texting my friend about this, and it just, it is insane. Because first off, we're not really, we don't really care for her that much. But I I just, why is she, as a white woman, writing an academic paper surrounding, say, her name and police violence? Yeah, that's it. I know it's racist, but I just wanted to tell y'all. I don't remember why I clocked this as a theater thing. I remember, did he say theater at the beginning? I just had this in my brain. Nope. Just said academic. Oh, maybe that's it. What's the difference between academia and the theater? Great question. To I was going to say, who, goes, who reads academic papers? And then I pictured some professor being like, well, who goes to the theater? 
I mean, to Andrew's point, he did say, hey, sorry, uh, I'm at intermission and uh, raising in the sun, so I got to make this quick. (laughs) He's like, I'm trying to get a a vodka soda, but the line's really long. Yeah, I'm in concessions. (laughs) I just misheard through the the, uh, biscuit fog, through the gravy fog. Everybody, please, please start calling us at intermissions from from your various <laughs> theatrical outings. Please, I want to hear the like in the <laughs> <Yeah>. background. <laughs> I want to hear the ding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to hear all that. Me too. Uh, this is achievable, so you know mm-hmm. it's so, tr- gonna happen uh, now. This is a real question. I don't understand academic papers. I don't know where they go. Do they just go into more of the college and then more students read them? Um, I understand this is important, but I'm stupid about the actual impact of this. It's probably like a sociology journal or something like that, maybe. Maybe, maybe, uh, I think they still call it African American Studies uh, Mm -hmm. journal, potentially. Um, You know what is really wild? My my brother-in-law... Uh, his job, I believe, has something to do with working for some uh, medical journal. So go get the him. answer is... Go get him. If I yell long <laughs> enough, hey! <laughs> Tell him to come in here. Um, Bring the baby. <laughs> hey, baby, come hang out. Um, but the answer probably is other academics. Okay. I mean, this just kind of just like, yeah. It, the the But the pipeline for stuff like this is academic journal to like a New Yorker type article or a think piece that then gets boiled down into like a a probably very irresponsible headline. Um, And then if we look at the full uh, current American news cycle, then it gets picked up by some racist blogger and then it gets picked up by Fox news. Um, And Elon Musk then, then tweets it. And then the New York times says, you know, there's a controversy on all sides of this issue. (laughs) Right. And that's the media cycle folks. Um, you solved it. Um, so yeah, this just, this is just annoying. It's just annoying. Like, and is there a way for her to have written a paper like this? That is not this. Um, I think that, I think like, especially, well, just given the nature of academia in general for all subjects, it always skews white, (laughs) even Mm -hmm. in topics where you would imagine, like say uh, again, I'm pretty sure it's still called African American Studies. Maybe I just don't think it's called Black Studies. But that also probably is because it's talking about a different thing. Maybe it's but Black I don't know. American Studies. Maybe, but you get what we're getting at, or I'm yeah. getting at. Yeah. Um, but even that, like, even though it is, um, you know, those disciplines uh, have lots of Black folks in them. They probably, cons- from what they should be. <laughs> over-index for white people, even regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's not true. I don't know. That's just my guess. Um, but, like, like there's, I mean, I think to me, the, 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 the experience I have the most, or the, yeah, the, the, like, a department I have the most experience with is, like, when I went to college, um, for some reason, dating, like, a, for some, like, historical reason, like, Columbia... Um, I think had like sent the first scholars over to China in like the 1900s, early 1900s or something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. So for whatever reason, we had a very robust East Asian language and cultures department. Mm. And so many of the professors were old white men. It was unbelievable. Mm. 
Um, I just had two flavors of, of hmm that just came out of me. <laughs> yeah, but it was one of those things where it was like, well, you know, these are quote-unquote knowledgeable people that care, but they do bring their biases to the table. Um, but probably relative to the rest of the world, they're like not bad, probably. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I would imagine there's something similar going on here, which is like, you know, it, it's sort of like classic, uh, well-meaning liberal white woman taking space to the nth degree, which is all the way to like a academic journal, which is right. pretty much as unless she writes a book, like as far as you could take it, really. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It's just like academics I, write in and let us know. Let, let us is- know how wrong I just was. Because, and before you go like, well, what if they're just really versed in it? And what if they are an expert in it? Blah, blah, blah. What it tells me, though, is that she does not have enough Black colleagues around her who are close enough to her to say, girl, don't do this. <laughs> so then I'm like, that immediately makes you not the expert. Because if you don't have enough people saying no, then I don't yeah. know what you have to say. It, it's yeah the the problem is almost definitely that like she is well who knows i guess i guess all kinds of people can write papers but i think the yeah. problem is within certain circles of academia there is an attitude of like you're the expert you got it you're the one that's got to write this sort of regardless of yeah you know personal experience um i'm glad i went to a pa- fucking clown college those papers get published you know and it's like yeah. And on the balance, probably the problem is on the balance, probably the world is better for them having been published, but it's not as good as it could have been and it won't be as complete as it could have been. And, um, you know, if if the, the way that like sort of white folks end up stamping, listen, this is all very hypothetical. And since this paper was named, for all we know, we're not going to look it up. This is like a groundbreaking, amazing paper by a well-respected Albeit white member of the who, you know you know quoted you know, who, so many uh, actual yeah. black women and yeah, yeah. did all the who the hell knows right we don't know we're talking about a hypothetical thing um, although it's good that our caller was calling in to talk shit so you know at least yeah. at least two people on earth hate this woman so <laughs> um, <laughs> I just appreciated the snitch with information this time yeah yeah. Full I appreciate details. a snitch that includes. I immediately texted my friend. I was like, "Ooh, I like that feeling." Yeah, I like the chisme of this. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I, I think that's that is sort of the problem with some of this stuff. Is it? It definitely is a like, um, you know, do we do we demand perfection? Do is positive positive? Um, but yeah, it is. It, I, I think we can all agree it is like at the very least like irritating that that this woman t- is taking up you know the the space and speaking about the experience of of a black woman in America and probably from the title of it, black women in America, mm. and, and it's like well, even if yeah. you're saying all the right words, like it's still sort of like lessened by your perspective and like I don't know, is that fair? Yes, is my it's vote. Old, yeah, you know what? That's I. I miss mentally categorize the themes of these questions. The themes this week was different degrees and qualities of snitching and shit talk, and that is what we're absolutely here for in this. You're right. Our our uh, our warmest holiday season, where all the shit gets talked. 
You're right. This was kind of a, uh, yeah, this was a, there was a gradient of, in terms of types of shit talked. And yeah. uh, we encourage Start, you guys to find even more grays. That's right. Start snitching, y'all. Stay snitching. Start snitching, stay snitching. <laughs> you don't gotta start snitching if you stay snitching. <laughs> stay, start stitching, stay stitch, snitching. Did we miss we, an opportunity we, we'll get to it. call you Gravy Boat after you told us about your breakfast? Oh. Just to give you a little uh, you, Uncle Gravy you Boat? Did. You did, unfortunately. I'm sorry that that ship has passed. Dang. Okay. Well, I'll try <laughs> that next boat. Time. I'm sure you'll leave that, it again. That boat, that boat has been towed out to the ocean and sank. I've been <laughs> mentally pitching the tagline for the new social media site Andrew's been work uh, that Andrew's <laughs> using that I think will come back to bite them. So it's called Post. My pitch <laughs> is that they're they're going to probably end up calling it. Everyone can post. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone can post. Uh, and then that's going to be where uh, when a bunch of shitty people post a bunch of stuff, they're going to be like, it looks like everyone can post. Yeah. yeah. But should they? These two these two sites do claim that they're... I mean, look, I, I think the thing is it's like most businesses. If you want to run a social media company for a profit... Um, you can't be letting the Nazis talk as much as Elon wants the Nazis to talk. So, yeah. I don't know. S- call it almost s- everyone can post. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to start a Not, site called content. No like, Nazis. Prove to me this Ugh. isn't content. Yeah. It, it certainly <laughs> Check is. Check me out on publish. <laughs> post is the name of a cereal company. <laughs> it's crazy. Raisin nut Yeah. Yeah. What are we even talking about? This has really turned into I'm just I just named a cereal. We are we are what we are doing is we're gonna elegantly exit out of this week's this least coherent uh in a while due entirely to my fault. Uh yo is this racist. Yo is can we live racist? Find find me only on hive or Post. Post or it's always at Andrew T. Part of the reason I, I sign up for this shit is because just to grab Andrew T. I suppose because it's easy to let something die. Use a new password. Use a secure password every time. Don't reuse passwords. Um, certainly Ooh. don't give all these grifters starting social media sites a password that you use anywhere important. Um, I'm just going to use Andrew T. Is going to be my password for all my. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, find me, I guess, just still on the places that are that are bad and yeah. in existence at Trondy yeah. Newman. Um, Kevin J. Bartelt. Yo, is this racist? Suboptimal Pods on Instagram. Do go over and check out our subscription site. Uh, if you're if you're thinking of holiday gifts, we got mm-hmm. a, a handful of months you can buy as a gift and gift it to somebody so they can test out all our content. So if you know somebody who loves us, just loves us too much. That's, or even uh, likes us a tiny bit. Force, or, us, force them to listen. Or, like we said last year, if you know a racist in your life who just needs to be bombarded with our voices, mm-hmm. give mm-hmm. them that. It's a passive-aggressive little fuck force, you. Force them. Uh-huh. Um, and also, in case anyone's worried, I'm still blocking people on Twitter at a mighty pace, so don't worry. How's That's, your hive blocking going? 
You know, I will I will fully admit I'm not sure how to do it. So <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, this is a major design flaw for you. <laughs> yeah, I, this I, is well, not I good. Really, I've not really used it that much, but it oh, is. you got to figure that out or else it's not going to be sustainable for you. What's, I know. Th- truly, like looking at my the number of people I've blocked on Twitter um, and then just like that is my only accomplishment of Twitter. That's the most valuable thing I've personally done and the most mm-hmm. important work I've done. Um, and just the thought of doing that again somewhere else is, is exhausting me a little bit. So, yeah, you're killing uh, it. You know? Everyone, it's a tragedy for everyone is the important thing. All right. Uh, one well, of the, a quick highlight I forgot to mention up top for me for Thanksgiving was watching the Macy's Day Parade and jumping off my couch. When I saw, uh, I said, I shouted, it's the green bean giant mascot and took a photo. <laughs> and Leah said, what are you doing? And I said, I have to send this to Andrew and Tawny. We dedicated an entire yoke and we live <laughs> to discovering this 75 foot mascot. Yeah. And here he is. Um, so that was look? kind of fun reliving that episode <laughs> where we spent like 40 minutes Googling. But also, Kevin, I'm disturbed because you didn't send it to us. No, even worse, he did. I forgot. What it, Wait, <laughs> you did? On th- he sent it on Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, the timing was bad. I sent it like deep, like oh mid-afternoon God. Thanksgiving. Where was oh I just saw it. I'm so sorry. I've been behind on my texts. I didn't wow. I don't expect anyone to respond to texts on holidays. Um but it was you know, fun. That's the bark of a good that's the bark of a good producer right there. <laughs> yeah. Um I was busy um, making ten dishes. <laughs> it was pretty yeah, yeah. vegan mac and cheese. I was yeah. holding a baby. Uh three two three three eight nine seven two two three. That's three two three three eight nine race. Um Start snitching, stay snitching. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. Peace. Peace. This is an optimal.